episode 97. The Skinny on the Fat Burners. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Marfit. And this week, we're going to be talking to you about fat burners, as the title suggests. So just before we dive in, going to give a big thank you to our sponsor at More Supplements. So if you're looking for the craziest pre-workout on the market right now, and by crazy, I mean insane pump, insane focus, insane everything, you can go to moresupplements.com and you can use the discount code FITTALK to save 10% on your entire order. Now then, this week's question comes to us from Sydney, who says, Hey, Matt and Mark. First of all, I just want to say thank you for sharing your podcast every week. You keep me motivated in the gym, and you've given me so much information that I've used. And my question is, Mark, I just wanted to know your thoughts about fat burners and if you, you use them or not. I was looking to start cutting, and I was wondering if fat burners would be something that I should look into if I'm having a hard time, you know, burning that that extra fat. Thank you. And that is a great question indeed. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're going to break it down for you guys right now. We're going to talk a little bit about what a fat burner is, what it's supposed to do, and some basic uh, common fat burners, common ingredients that you'll find out there, what's effective, what's not. We're going to do that for you right now. So basically, a fat burner is also known as thermogenic. So you might see that word thrown around quite a bit. Uh, It's used to promote the breaking down of body fat to be used as energy. And when it's used, it's supposed to speed up your metabolism, which in turn burns stored fat as energy. Uh, Majority of the fat burners that you're going to find out there contain similar ingredients. So they might differ slightly in terms of the dosage, a few compounds, etc. But they are largely similar in the base ingredients. And at most, and I really want to stress this, fat burners will play a very limited role in the shedding of fat. Will they work? Yes, but there is a catch because as you guys know, there's no supplement that can completely replace training and diet. Having that in check, it's absolutely everything. So Uh, basically we're going to talk about some of the most common ones right now and we'll get into uh, Mark's take on it as well Mm -hmm. stuff that he uses in his stack his experience with fat burners his personal opinion etc so basically in uh I was, I was doing a little bit of research myself, and actually, we're going to post uh, the, the references for you guys in the show notes as well. Um, so I was looking up the most common ones, and I don't know if, you, uh, if you're if you familiar with this one, Mark. I was not, but green coffee bean extract. Mm-hmm. You heard of this one? Have you uh, come yes. into contact with it? Um, yes, there's, uh, you know, the Concentria? Oh, yeah. You, you can find some inside of it. So um, Oh. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, I think Kat is taking a fat burner from... From a company that uh, uh, Nutroforma, and they are using that inside of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I I was not aware of this, but apparently Mark is. Basically, this is supposed to be a miracle fat burner containing chlorogenic acid, which is supposed to slow down the absorption of glucose, promoting weight loss. Um, but unfortunately, uh, it looks like most studies have found to only have a slight effect, and that's in obese people. Now, here's where I want to get into a little more detail, is because research on fat burners needs to be catered to people of all body types, and unfortunately, that is not usually the 
case. Um, typically, it's used on obese people because uh, they're the first to get tested due to their weight and the associated metabolic damage that goes along mm-hmm. with that. However, a lot of companies don't really think about the fact that with fat burners, I mean, there there is a difference between being obese and being overweight, as well as people who are using fat burners to say get contest or photo shoot ready. Um, there's all these different <clears throat> groups of people who could possibly use it. And majority of the time, companies don't test on all of them. So again, overweight people are normally or obese people are normally the most common ones to be tested on. Um, so again, <clears throat> moving on to another supplement, green tea, which is actually found to work based uh, on human studies, not rat studies, which is very nice because that's another one. A lot of companies just test on animals and there's so much of a difference between a rat and a human. So it's good to see people actually doing that for humans. But anyway, fat burning effect in green tea is heavily compromised by regular caffeine takers. Um, And this is going to go on with just about anything, but Caffeine, we're going to talk about this later, is a actually very effective, very potent substance and can be used as a fat burner, but it becomes less effective for somebody who's used to it. So people like Mark and myself who take caffeine in some form pretty much every single day, um, sometimes maybe more than we're supposed to, Mm. but uh, the effect of that (laughs) becomes... I can agree to that. 100%. it becomes less and less effective for those specific reasons simply because our bodies would be used to it. And so if you mm-hmm. wanted to use it as a fat burner uh, in any sort of way, it needs to get cycled. And that's something that us and I'm sure a lot of people just don't do. Yeah. And I want to add something to that. Mm-hmm. With anything that you will take, guys, if you just take it over and over again, most of of, of like the product that you can take, I mean, in terms of supplements, you can get used to it. So it's good to cycle off and uh, just to make sure that you get you can get all the benefits from it. Uh, so it's not only uh, caffeine, but like there there's a bunch of things like uh, cycle, like your, your creatine, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And it will be the same thing with uh, pretty much everything. Uh, there's some like vitamin C, I will just take it all the time, but uh, for any type of stimulant, no matter what is the type, for sure you can get used to it and your system just, you will absorb it and you will not feel it anymore. Um, So right now I'm in a phase that I'm dropping my caffeine and I'm dropping it like slowly because if you're a a caffeine addict or a big coffee uh, drinker, then you can have some headache if you stop caffeine and if you take too much like in a day. There are some people, it's just crazy. I remember my uh, mathematics teacher, he was drinking so many coffee in a day. It was like 20 something coffee. It was like just nonstop. You had to go to the doctor to to uh, <laughs> uh, to unblock stuff and it was like quite weird but it was just like loving it too much that he didn't really care. Uh, but it can be the same thing like for example with cigarette. There's people, they like the doctor just... Oh, yeah tell them that they need to stop smoking and they will keep smoking just because they're just too addicted to it. So you don't want to be like in that case. And that that's the extreme, but just if you start taking like a, a coffee every morning and all that type of stuff, you might want to to try to skip for, for a month or something or just challenge yourself like, can I, am I addicted to caffeine? Can I function without it? And then mm-hmm. you just challenge yourself to cycle off and make sure that you get all the benefits from it when you uh, go back on it. It sucks because I actually am one of those people too. Like if I have zero caffeine in a day, yeah, I, I, I'll get a headache at some point. It's a, it's a shame, but... and the yeah, thing, I don't, I'm, I'm not at this point though. The thing is crazy too is I don't even take that much. I take less than you do, but that's 
that's the case for me. Yeah, so, but that will be different for everyone, you know. Yeah. Um, my father is crazy. Uh, I think I told <laughs> I told you like in another another episode, like he's waking up, he's taking like four coffee, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight <laughs> and empty stomach, and that's the way. He, I don't know. It's like his breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's his routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's absolutely crazy. So, uh, moving on to that though, caffeine is the next thing that we're talking about, which is again found to be effective and increases the rate of fatty acid metabolism. Uh, more calories burned from the body will come from fat if caffeine is consumed prior to exercise, which I thought was really cool. Uh, that was an mm-hmm. interesting study as it well. It is, and, and, and there's uh, other studies who prove that if you wake up and you take a coffee right away, it's not that good because when you wake up, your cortisol level is. T- is, is pretty high, oh, which is your yeah. stress level. And if you uh, your cortisol is high, then you are not in a state to burn fat. Um, so if you take caffeine, you just boost your cortisol again. So you're not in a state of burning fat. Um, so you should always wait like an hour or so uh, before drinking coffee uh, when you wake up. But most people just, what they do, they wake up, take a shower, it's been like 15 minutes and then it's coffee time and yeah. breakfast time. Um, which I try to avoid. Usually I have like a, a good hour, 32 hours before I take my my first uh, my, my first ca- caffeine dosage or whatever. Mm-hmm. No kidding. That's a I never mm-hmm. thought about it that way, but that's actually a really good point. Uh, wow. So I'm glad I learned that myself. <laughs> um, but you'll see, guys. I mean, see, caffeine is really effective. I mean, there are some downsides to it, which we'll also get into. But there's a reason that you're going to find that in essentially every single fat burner out there, especially pre-workouts as well, because it increases your fat burning capabilities, helps you exercise longer, which can also in turn help you lose weight, uh, increase your alertness, lower perceived exertion of exercise, etc. So, I mean, caffeine can be fantastic, uh, but there are side effects in high doses like hypertension, nervousness, uh, irritability, insomnia, dehydration, GI distress, that sort of thing. So obviously you want to watch your caffeine intake, uh, as we've mentioned, um, and I always I always forget what the number is. So, Mark, what is it? Uh, how much do you recommend having per day, like in a normal quote unquote range, uh, and to avoid going into a certain range? <laughs> that is, uh, I would say, will be different for for a man, for a girl, will be different from like your weight, your age. Uh, but on average, I will say like stay under the three hundred milligram, four hundred milligram. Yeah. Uh, when you go over that, it's uh, it's it's not that good. I mean, you just over uh, stress your nervous system, you boost your cortisol a lot, and you will get ca- kind of like the opposite of the effect that you want to have with with caffeine. Um, and also, you can have a, a good down. A good when I say good down, it's not it's not good. I mean, it, it's a pretty intense crash. down where yeah, you can just crash and you need like a nap. Yeah. Um, and I also recommend you to not take more than 200 milligram at a time in a wind and having like a window of like four or six hours between each each time that you take like 200 milligram but at the same time you need to think about that yeah at some point you need to go to sleep it's not because you will fall asleep that you don't have caffeine anymore in your body so your nervous system can stay activated and you your your rest time is not as productive as it should be without the caf- caffeine in your system so uh, you just want to make sure that you uh, have a good four or six hours like clean of caffeine before uh, before sleep and usually uh, 200 milligram of caffeine will take about that like four or six hours too and it, and again it depends of the in, individual sorry mm-hmm. um, but yeah 
I'm one of those people 100% because I read uh, that caffeine's got a half-life of like five hours or something. So mm-hmm. I always make sure like at least five hours before I plan on uh, going to bed or something like that, I don't have any because it will keep me up like forever. And that's the most frustrating, most frustrating mm-hmm. thing in the world. For me, I don't, I don't feel that I can sleep. Like, I mean, I can go work out, take a pre-workout and I fall asleep like pretty quickly. But it's not because I think I'm resting that I'm fully rest, resting. And uh, it is really important to make the difference of like, oh, I can fall asleep, so I'm fine. Caffeine, caffeine is gone. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I, to be honest, I'm amazed that you can still do that in the first place, but you just work yourself to. Oh man, if I if I want to do a nap like now, it will take me less than thirty seconds to fall asleep. <laughs> Seriously, eh? <laughs> no, man, that's a skill in itself. I wish I could do that, but I I, I can can't. sleep like anywhere at any time or anything, and I just say, oh, I'm going to do a nap. It's I'm gone. <laughs> Thank God the fun room is just right over there, huh? Uh, yeah, just go and, and I only down. need like 15, 20 minutes to be up after uh, and fully energized and just be like ready to conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just incredible. I wish I could do that. Um, all right, guys. So uh, moving on, we've got a couple more supplements that we're going to cover. And to be honest, I was super surprised about uh, these next two. So uh, diving in, the next one we're talking about is L-carnitine, um, mm. which uh, I've been actually taking myself or I had been taking myself for quite a while. I've been off it for a couple of months now. But anyway, for those of you who don't know, uh, carnitine is supposed to uh, be the relation or there's supposed to be a relation between increased levels of carnitine in the body and the increased rate at which fat is burned because carnitine actually does play a key role in the mobilization of body fat for fuel within ourselves, within our own bodies. However, several controlled studies have shown that extra carnitine actually has no effect on fat metabolism, either at rest or during exercise. So it seems to be like one of those cases where, you know, you have it in your body, it's doing its job, but if you increase it, I mean, in theory, that you, you would think that would do more, but apparently it doesn't. Um, so to be honest, I was really surprised about that because uh, I had heard about it being recommended like so many times mm-hmm. about uh, being an effective supplement, but... Yeah, and there's, there's many know. coaches that the, for example, if someone is doing competition, the closer they get to their day, the, they're increasing the number of gram of L-carnitine that their athlete is taking a day. And it's something mm-hmm. that I don't believe in. And that's why, uh, for me, I will take between 2 gram and 5 gram a day. And maximum. Yeah. So usually I'm just at 3 gram in the middle of it. And I am I will just keep it this way. And it's not every, like during the entire year I'm taking it. I'm taking it like during a couple of months and then I stop and then I, I go back to it and I can feel the, um, the effect of L-carnitine. And the next product we'll talk uh, about to CLA. It's something that I really, really like. See, that's uh, another thing as well. So guys, that's uh, CLA is conjugated linoleic acid, uh, mm-hmm. which is supposed to resist lipoprotein lipase from storing fat in your body. Um, but again, what I found is that not enough studies uh, have been done mm-hmm. on humans to support any sort of benefit related to fat loss. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like this may be another one that's mostly tested it's- on animals. But again, surprising. Yeah, it's surprising and at the same time it's not every supplement on the market even though it can be like uh, uh, it's not everyone who is caffeine sensitive it's not everyone Mm -hmm. uh, who will like something or will feel the effect of something so it's always uh, trial and error you know you need need to try a supplement to feel uh, to to know if it's working for you and for me CLA I feel that uh, maybe because I'm not someone who move a lot during a day and it it can be hard to believe, guys, but I'm not <laughs> moving that much in a day. I'm, 
I'm um, I'm a geek, so I'm always in front of my computer <laughs> editing videos, uh, preparing uh, emails for the newsletter or for Team Fit, creating posts, articles, or anything that I need to create. It's always like in front of the computer. I'm coding a lot of stuff because I just enjoy it and I like to create stuff and to be advanced uh, in everything that I create and just to I don't know, deliver the best, but to mm-hmm. do so, it's not by being in the gym all day. I need to be in front of my computer. So um, CLE is something that I feel that helped me to stay lean without moving. Um, I'm not taking taking it all year long, but it's something that I like to integrate when I want to cut. So yeah, CLE another... And uh, both together, um, and then uh, 300 milligram to 400, uh, 400 milligram of caffeine a day. That's pretty much my stack and some green tea sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually was uh, the next question. So, uh, Mark, for your cutting phases, um, in the past even, like we're talking three, four years ago, um, has there ever been a straight up fat burner, quote unquote, supplement that you've used? Like, uh, I really don't want to name names out there or anything on any particular products, but not not talking about just one compound like carnitine or or, or CLA, something like that, mm-hmm. like an actual, maybe a drink fat or something burner, like, like that. A brand exactly, or, yeah. exactly. Have you ever used them? Have you ever no. found them to be effective or? No, I say no, but like once when I was in Mexico, I I wanted to buy supplements because I had like nothing. I couldn't bring anything mm-hmm. because my suitcase was just too heavy. Um, so I went to a GNC there and I I made I just bought like a, a Mexican fat burner there just to have <laughs> extra like <laughs> green tea, um, green coffee bean inside of it, and a, it was a, a good mix that I found and seems more natural than just a bunch of stuff and overs. Uh, there's just too many fat burners, just so many stimulants inside mm-hmm. of it. There's people who feel bad when they take it. They don't feel well. Uh, they have difficulty to focus. And it can be also the opposite, just to, to be too focused because there's too much stimulant into it. Uh, or people who take like crazy fat burner and they, they fall asleep because it's too too much uh, stimulant inside of it. Just an immediate um, crash. Yeah, exactly. So you need to make sure that you, you know what you're taking. And I like to take certified product, even though that... It's supposed to all be certified. I like to take like GMP ones and to take uh, the one that I feel that um, the brand is well established and was a, a great brand, you know. And I know that it will they will not put uh, shit inside the product. Yeah, if I can quote it this way. Um, <laughs> so that being said, that's the only fat burner I took. I don't even know the brand. It was written in Mexican uh, in Spanish. Um, so. I just took it like during like a week when I was there. And other than that, usually I, I build my own stack. I just do my own stuff. So I like to integrate L-carnitine, CLA, uh, caffeine during the day or TN, which is the tea, uh, green tea especially. So that's pretty much my stack. Um, and again, it's all about dieting, guys. It's not just taking a fat burner. And I think there's a lot of people who think like, okay, I'm overweight, so I'll take fat burners. And I will just work out. That's not the way to go. You need to have a proper diet plan. And I think there's phases when you can take a fat burner. For me, a fat burner is to reach the extra edge, you know. It's not just to, if you're like 300 pounds or 400 pounds and you want to drop, just take it. And you don't really care because you just want to burn it so fast. Uh, and not stop, you know, until you are shredded or something like that. Uh, because you need to cycle off like uh, fat burners or any type of uh, stimulants that you want to take. So that being said, I would say uh, when to take fat burners is when you want to reach the extra edge 
and also uh, focus on your diet first. 100%. Instead of just taking a bunch of stimulant. Exactly, because uh, it can be tough to uh, figure that part out, guys. I mean, I know it is the hardest part of the entire journey is eating smart, eating right, knowing what to eat um, and in what quantities. So if you actually need any help with that, you can go to markfit.com slash training if you want Mark's input and his personal touch to creating a diet plan exactly for your needs. But seriously, there are that's really all there is to it. I mean, there's some stuff that'll work, some stuff that doesn't. Uh, in fact, the majority of stuff out there doesn't work. So we're hoping that this episode was helpful in illuminating the world of fat burners and some of their ingredients towards all mm-hmm. you guys. Um, but that really I have is something else to add. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Love to hear it. Um, so we said there, you can find a good company. You do an amazing fat burner if they did an awesome blend and it can be uh, quite natural. You can have a high quality ingredient inside of it. Usually you have the price to go with it. Um, but that being said, you can make your own your own fat burner as I do. You know, I'm just taking like regular uh, coffee and then green tea, which is for me. I feel it's more like a natural way. And then I add up some L-carnitine and CLA. The other side of that is, I told you guys, if you take too much stimulant, you will get the opposite. You can crash. You know, you will need like to sleep more often. Um, you you will build up your cortisol level, which is your stress hormone, which is not good if you want to burn fat. You need to be less stressed if you want to burn fat. So that's something that you might want to do if you're someone who's just really stressed out. Maybe start doing some meditation, cool down, and that will help your metabolism to burn fat. Other than that, if you take too much stimulant in a day and you don't sleep well, you remove the effect of the sleep, the fat burn, uh, your natural fat burner. It's when you sleep that you burn fat, guys. Um, so if you feel that you're gaining weight and it's just... It's just art or like there's a lot of people who just feel like they're reaching like their 30s and they're like, "Um, I feel like my metabolism is just lower than when I was 20 and it's normal. But first, check your sleep pattern. Do you sleep well? Do you sleep in a dark environment? Do you drink enough water during the day? Do you do physical activity? And do you take too much stimulant? You know, you need to check that out. Uh, So it can be a lot of factor to why you're gaining fat or why you're not cutting enough. And um, so, yeah, just analyze these factors. And also, if you want to get leaner, there's a, an episode we did a while back, episode six, Get Leaner Faster. And I give a bunch of tips inside of that and inside of this episode. So you can check that out on marfa.com. Um, but, I mean, we can talk about that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, if you have more precise questions, again, uh, just ask them on fittalk.com. It will be a real pleasure to make an episode for you. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to suggest <laughs> that one. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think get, uh, Getting Leaner Faster might be our most popular episode ever. Uh, I think so Which too. I'm not surprised about at all. Uh, and there's also like in Team Fit, I talk a lot about like how to burn fat and I give you a bunch of routine as well if you want to follow the same routine that I did like the, uh, lum- uh, is it Lumberjack? Lumberjack. Lumberj- Lumberjack series. Yeah. If you want to cut, try this workout. You'll be sore, you'll be exhausted, but you will burn a lot of fat as well first uh first workout i always go to as well when we see uh somebody asking about mark doing cardio which first of all you always always makes me laugh uh but then i'll say there's a there's a fantastic 
hit workout in there. It's called the best fat burner workout. And it's literally just uh, a couple minutes of hit uh, crazy sprints and some ab exercises, which is literally the most fun way I would say to go about doing cardio. Uh, because who wants to just run on a treadmill all day? Nobody wants to do that. So seriously, there's so much information there. So if you want to check that out again, that's uh, markfit.com slash team fit. You can check it out, see what it's all about. Try it for free if you want. Uh, but I guarantee you're going to love it. On that, though, I think that's going to do it for this episode, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. As Mark mentioned earlier, if you have any questions that you want us to tackle, you can go on over to fittalk.com and send us a speak pipe just like Sydney did. It'll be a pleasure to hear whatever you guys have to say and get in touch with us on social media as well. Me at Matthew Wah and Mark at Mark underscore fit. But again, I think that's going to do it for right now. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will talk to you guys next week. See you next week, guys. Thank you.